0: welcome everybody it's another edition of sports hole i'm luke as always joined by maddie goldberg maddie what's up what's up and what's up? xfl jim the hardest working man in nebraska jim how you doing man what the fuck is up everybody
1: i'm feeling good you know what i'm gonna actually i'm gonna dip for one second so i gotta go get a seltzer i am gonna be feeling way better here in like a second all right all he's right he's gonna get
2: a seltzer he's got the same shirt uh if you watched Inside the NBA yesterday, Draymond Green was on, and they had a very similar outfits. Really? Although I think Draymond Green has a sports jacket like that, and Jim's just got the shirt.
1: Um, I'm you, actually uh, looking. I'm looking into getting a uh, a suit and shorts combo perfect. that is a Hawaiian shirt thing.
2: That'd be amazing, bro. Did you you, you got to come Palm Springs. That's night? all we
0: wear out here is
2: flower print.
1: So I, just, have, I have a leopard print one right now. Oh nice. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to expand.
2: That's classy. <laughs> leopard print's always classy.
0: All right, guys. There's a, a, lot, a lot of uh, shit's been going down in the sports world, especially the past few days. Playoff basketball. We're starting to get some clarity. Maddie, oh, yeah. what are your hot takes on the B-ball?
2: <laughs> My hot takes? Well, we got a couple. Uh, the East... The East Division, I think, is just about wrapped up. Uh, Sixers wrapped it up today, even without Joel Embiid. Thank the God. Easily beat the Knicks. Uh, what's the other two series going on there? Um, the Bucs.
1: Bucks oh, yeah, the Bucs done.
2: done, and then the Nets beat the Celtics easily. So that's all taken care of. And then we got some... The Suns, if AD is hurt, the Lakers are uh, in deep shit. Looks like the Suns, it's like if Chris Paul's hurt, bet on the Lakers. If AD's hurt, bet on the Suns. Very simple.
0: What do you guys? Man, uh, what do you guys think about that? When uh, AD went down, LeBron has nothing to work with. No. Uh, people no, are man. upset he left the game early yesterday. Is that something we should read
2: into? No, but I'd leave the no. game early too. He was getting smoked.
1: <laughs> I'm so my my hot take is I think. Next game, um, Suns-Lakers, you see vintage LeBron. I'm saying, like, game six, it's going to be like a 40-point a game from LeBron James.
2: I am going to disagree big time. I think he just needs a, he needs a Robin, and if he doesn't have AD, he will play a good first half and then get super tired, and the Suns will take over and win easily. Just my opinion. I I mean,
0: you both you both could be right. I bet you he could have a 40 point game and still lose because he can't get any help. Yeah, he uh, needs
2: another guy. He does. I mean, look at—they didn't make the playoffs his first year without A.D. So think about like how different of a team they are with him and without him.
0: Yeah, and, and the supporting cast only seems to play well when both of them are on the floor playing well. Yeah. Like it's it's, it's, it's a it's big true. confidence thing. And it, it looks like Luca's going through the same shit with his team, too, because when yeah. he's not on the floor, production just completely drops. I
1: mean, well, it's like Luca is the Mavs, but like, like yeah. he's their entire team. When I yes. watch
2: the Knicks versus the Hawks, the minutes that Trey Young doesn't play, the game just shifts. The Knicks were so bad. That when Trey Young was off the court, it was pretty much even, and I'm like, if I bet on the Knicks, I'm like, well, you got to score here, like, yeah, they're giving you like six minutes without Trey Young, and they and when they can't even do that, and as soon as Trey Young gets on the court, it's just a whole different team.
1: Can so, I can I fucking talk about how awesome it is to see the Knicks and the Hawks like go at each other, and how yeah. good I feel like that is for the NBA? Yeah. Absolutely, it's, it's amazing. Like I want more teams to like embrace a rivalry of like just pure hate with each other than I feel like these Hawks and Knicks teams have.
2: Yeah, it was oh, um, the, the Knicks cool. fans certainly helped because they were pretty fucking. They spit on Trey Young. They <laughs> said he was going bald. I mean, yeah, no man wants to be told they're going bald. No man. But what's
0: worse, being told you're you're going bald or being torched by a, a, a balding man,
1: you know, like sure. they have been.
0: He just responded. I mean, he averaged, like, 29 points this
1: series. He was a, when, unstoppable. It, when he said, like, I'll see you guys in the A after losing to the Knicks in New York and then just <laughs> proceeds to just dominate them. The, yeah. Like, what do you do? What he no, also it was, did is
2: incredible because when Reggie Miller – Went into New York 25 years ago and destroyed the Knicks. He was 28, 29 years old. I don't even think Trey Young's 22 years old yet. I mean, he's doing stuff that like veterans are like legends of the game for doing. Like he went into MSG, and I know that that's not a great Knicks team. They're a playoff team, but they're not a great team. He went in there and he just torched them. Yeah, Julius.
0: Randall really crumbled. Oh, he looked like oh shit. Oh, my God. Oh. I feel bad because he worked so hard. He was the most improved yes. player in the NBA and then just shit the bed he not when it counted. Good,
2: he did not have a good series, my friend. He did not. And he's a free agent next year, too, which makes things really interesting. Because it's like, I, yeah he's going to get talked. like big money no matter what. But if you sign him, you can't really sign anybody else. And he's got a ceiling. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I've talked with a couple Knicks fans and they're really, really clamoring for Dame Lillard. Oh, Dude, what, what would you hilarious. like? You want
0: to see uh, Dame Lillard at an MSG?
2: I mean, it'd be great for sports, but I don't know if they could get, you know, they'd have to let Julius Randle go, which is obvious.
0: I mean, that almost feels like a lateral move for uh, Lillard. It's not like you're going to a uh, contender.
1: Like that. I, I also I like him in Portland. I think, I think it's fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's become their brand. Yeah.
1: Some of those he's shots
2: he made yesterday was insane. Those threes he was making was just crazy.
1: When he goes off, when like it becomes like Damian Lillard time. I don't know if there's a more fun person to watch in the NBA. If they're like when they're going off.
0: Yeah, he's uh, he's nuts. I think. Uh, yeah, it's funny though I, that he can score like fifty-five points and still lose. Yeah, I mean, or sad, whichever way you want to put it. But
1: uh... it's a little of both. It's like a it's a comedic tragedy. <laughs> well, how do you still, think the series is gonna, gonna, gonna play
0: out
2: with the Nuggets? I think the Nuggets and seven.
1: I'm with I'm with Maddie on this one. I think the Nuggets and seven. I think this is gonna be like the closest series.
2: It's going to come down to the last two minutes in game seven, but I do think the Nuggets will figure out a way to pull it out. But I would not be surprised one bit if Portland wins.
0: What do you think about either of those teams as as far as competing for the rest of the West?
2: I think the two best teams are right now Utah and Phoenix. But I think because those teams don't really play defense, it's any anybody can still win it, you know? I'll I'm, even I'm throw
0: the Clippers in there. Are the would, uh are the Lakers just done? Do we do we think I mean I I know if, 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 if Davis doesn't yes. come back, they're done. But
1: if, if AD's yeah, if, hurt, like, yeah. yeah, if AD's out, then they're they're
2: done. They're done. So. Yeah, they're toast. Absolute toast. If AD's hurt.
0: Yeah, it's I mean, this is like a bad team. This is this is not a good team at all when when one of the two uh Titans are out.
2: It's well, look, miserable. Yeah, two to watch. Years ago, I mean, it's not it, even
0: fun to watch at all. They didn't no, make they're the just playoffs really
2: two years ago. <laughs> so it just shows how important AD is that it went from not making the playoffs to winning a championship last year to as soon as he's out in a playoff game, they're down 30 points.
1: This is why I've been saying, like, LeBron is probably the best player on that team. AD is the most important player on the Lakers and has been for the, like since he's been there. Sure. I agree.
2: Definitely yeah. agree there. Agree too.
0: Moving
1: but, uh,
2: on. What's up, buddy? No, no, go on, go on. Keep oh, going. yeah. So a lot of news today
0: um, out of Boston. Yeah. Uh, Danny Ainge is retiring, stepping down. Ooh, Brad out. Stevens moving into the GM role. And, and uh, now they got a coaching vacancy. What do you think this means,
2: Maddie? It means that Danny Ainge is old and he wants to retire. He's probably 60, I would imagine. Uh, he won him a championship, close to winning him too. Always had him deep in the playoffs. So he did a very, very good job. I don't know, you know, you never know when a coach goes upstairs and starts picking players. Yeah. Maybe he's gonna figure it out, but it's probably gonna be a lot stress, a lot less stress for uh, Brad Stevens. Whitefell has done a very good job because a lot of people thought he wasn't going to do a good job because they're like, he's a college coach. Can he handle these guys? He did very well. He took a lot of bad teams and got them really far. And, you know, you just can't really – you don't really know how he picks players, so I can't really say whether he's going to do a good or bad job. I just – some guys are good at it. Some guys are terrible at it. Sure. Jim?
1: So I heard a potential rumor. It's probably not true, but I'm gonna believe it is true. Mm-hmm. Is that the reason Ames retired? Is because when uh, the game where Kyrie stomped on the logo and everything mm-hmm. yeah. during halftime, he went to the locker room and wanted to get the players to go to the uh, the Nets locker room and just fight them. And the really? players didn't.
2: Grace. And the
1: players didn't want to do it. So yeah. he's like, I I don't understand. I can't. Uh, relate to these, this, like, this NBA anymore. <laughs> <So> that's, a <laughs> crazy, that's a wild rumor, though. I mean, well, that's, I wouldn't say that, that sounds like nor,
0: typical Mormon behavior. Yeah. You yeah. know, hard ass Danny Ainge. Yeah. The, that's the funny. Is, is yeah.
2: Like, what the Celtics were years ago, it doesn't really matter. You know, like what sports was years ago, it didn't matter. Like what the Dallas star was years ago, it doesn't matter. It's like entertainment. You guys. So-
0: yeah, since Jim brought it up, we're talking Kyrie Irving now. Yeah, one of the biggest head cases of sports. Oh yeah, here he is. Uh, I got a clip. Here he is. Was his interview before the game?
2: Sports has come to a lot of this, uh, you know, kind of crossroads where you're seeing a lot of old ways come up. It's been part of like it's been part of that. It's been that way in history, in terms of entertainment, performers and sports for a long period of time, and just underlying racism and just treating people like they're in a human zoo, you know, throwing stuff at people saying things, you know, there's a certain point where it just gets to be too much. So, you know, I I called it out. I just wanted to keep it strictly basketball. And then you just see that people just feel very entitled out here, you know, they pay for the tickets. Great. I'm I'm grateful that they're coming in to watch um, a great performance, but it's just you know, we're not at the theater. We're not throwing tomatoes and, and other random stuff at the people that are performing. You know, it's just,
0: it's too much. I don't know what theater he's going to, but.
1: Uh, it's like Muppet Theater that used to be a thing, right? They used to like throw and stuff. I More think like, like
0: way back, like in the 16, 1700s, maybe
2: they yeah, did Yeah, like that. in
1: the Wild West or like Shakespeare times. Yeah. Be like, they would boo and they would throw like fruit. Right. He
2: actually. The like, only person a, that sounds entitled is him. Yeah. I mean, people like he just said, it's a privilege for you to pay $300 to see me like what a weird statement. Now, yeah. look, here's my feeling. The, the kid that threw the bottle out of an idiot. Absolutely. You got to go after him. You got to pro- prosecute him. I'm not for throwing anything at anybody, but as a, my father was a big Boston Red Sox fan. I was a big Boston Red Sox fan. I know a lot about Boston sports. They're fans nobody took a bigger beating in boston than roger clemens and wade boggs when they came back nobody so i'll just say that and this is a guy who just didn't want to get booed so when you don't want to get booed you turn it into something else and just a very very weird statement not to mention the celtics did pay him 20 million dollars i mean Jesus oh, he Christ! Breaks. He
0: made like he made like forty million over the two years. He $40 dollars, million,
2: million, and, and the team got like, worse. Off. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: So like, like
1: he's out of his mind. You're here. It's. I feel like it's like you're hearing all these fan stories from all the games of like fans like throwing popcorn, water bottles, spitting, whatever. Yeah. I believe my theory is it's a combination of things. It's these fans have always been there. Yep. Because like. Sure. It's 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 like one or two people every game. And you're of like, course. the shits are gonna like get exposed, and you're just seeing it more now because fans haven't been let in for like a year and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's that compiled with it's the fans are so like the, the players are in postseason. The fans are in preseason. They haven't warmed up yet. They're not like they're not in like mid season or postseason fan form. They don't have all the kinks worked out yet. You've only been to like three games.
2: Yeah, and then you throw the playoffs, and then you throw a guy gaslighting everybody that, like, you're the worst people, you're this, you're that, you're also great.
1: Also, if you stomp on the logo, fans are going to boo and be pissed off. Like, you're doing that to piss people off. And like, you are thing. doing it's that like, for a reaction.
2: Yeah. He's riling people up, and then he's getting upset when they're getting upset. It's like, yeah, but keep it the basketball, then. You said you wanted to keep it the basketball, and you didn't. I
0: mean that interview like, was after the like,
1: game. I love the stomping on the logo. I love like the the like chiding at the fans and whatnot. But the fans are going to react. They're going to boo. They're going to say shit. Obviously, yeah. don't throw water bottles. Don't like physically do anything to players or their families. But like there, there's going to be a reaction. Yeah,
2: I, I, it's not like he didn't help with the reaction. I mean, he riled people up in a sense of stomping on the logo. So therefore. Like people are gonna boo now. If he just came out there and played basketball and didn't do any kind of shenanigans like that,
1: nobody has a. He you still would have like, gotten booed in Boston. I bet Kyrie still would have gotten booed in Boston.
0: <laughs> I would appreciate if he just like hammed it up more. He's clearly like. He's he is riling them up. I mean, before the game, he calls them racist. Yeah. And then then he stomps on the logo. Then he acts like a victim. If he would just ham up his victimhood a little more, like Bill Murray style or something, it would be hilarious. It would be he'd be like the best heel in basketball. Well, that's but so he that's really believes he's like a victim when he's making thirty million a year and he gets yeah, one yeah, water I, ball. I can't feel
2: that. bad. I can't feel bad for him. And it's like you're you're reaching, buddy. You're reaching Kyrie. You're really reaching.
1: So Luke brought up like the whole heel aspect to Kyrie Irving. That's something I've heard about the NBA in general, especially with all this like fan interaction and whatnot. And yeah. like the refs, especially like the refs have been really bad at the playoffs. Um people have been calling it the WWEfication of uh the NBA. And I'm just like, hey, you know what? It's becoming more <laughs> of like a story-based thing. It's we knew the games were fixed for a minute like not out right of this world
0: let's just go right in and lean on into that yeah i would love yeah. to see i mean in the 80s it was great because there were legitimate want,
1: heels yeah i want more malice in the palace sort of thing there was bill, yeah. want, and bear, like, bill and bear used to fuck people up like i want the players to really engage with the, the audience and like if they throw a water bottle at you go run in the stands and fuck that dude up i don't want but, the, like, like if Kyrie irving would have like gone and ran up and like punched that dude in the face I would be a huge Kyrie fan at this point. I mean, Fuck I yeah. think the,
2: the person who got it worse was Trey Young. Like getting spit on is absolutely disgusting.
1: And oh, 100%. that kind of like
2: went. That kind of like blew over. But like, if I was Trey Young, I would have been on. Him. Is disgusting. And he's a young kid. He's a good kid. I love watching him. He's, he seems like a really good kid, and he handled it well. He handled all like the the taunting really well, and he enjoyed it. He's like, you know, how you shut him up, you just keep scoring. You keep, so you that was like head.
1: the Knicks Hawks series was my favorite one so far, just because the animosity between the teams and then like the fan bases, it the feels crowd like was
2: insane. just
1: getting so into it. It's what I, I thought back and I'd be like, can you guys think of any like recent NBA rivalries that are like heated? Because I can't Not really. It's, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, the, the way the it Col- is, yeah,
2: is players nowadays are friends with that. They're all friends with each other, so it's so hard. To get like that old school exactly. sports rivalry. They're all friends and they're all like beyond their team. They're, they're like a community and a fraternity together. So they look at it that way, as opposed to in the yesteryear, it was like, you were Boston, you fucking hated New York. You hated everything about New York. You didn't eat fucking New York food, you know? And it was like that vicious. And nowadays it's just like, Oh we're all buddies wherever you can make your money go to your money it's like hey Boston's offering you money you go there New York's offering you money you go there get your money
0: Yeah I think Nothing they I think they that. just make too much money now They make I mean uh, the the seventh guy coming off the bench might make 18 million a year
1: Yeah um yeah, NBA contracts are
2: insane i i love to investigate more about that danny Ainge story though because i i know he's old school and shit like that it's just like dude let (laughs) it go guys stop i want it to be
1: true so bad
2: yeah (laughs) it's gonna be a famous urban myth
0: (laughs) okay uh jim your sport your uh your horse racing had some news today Bob yeah. Baffert two-year ban after Medina failed a second drug test.
1: What do you make of that? Oh, he does, it's hilarious. It's it's super funny. Um, it's it's probably deserved when when you when you show up consistently with a horse that's looking just like a fucking bodybuilder to every race. Your horse is just jacked. Because, like, that's kind of Bob Baffert's thing is he'll show up with, like, a no-name horse that no one's ever been like, what the fuck? And he wins because it's jacked up on all these drugs. <laughs> yeah, do you, you know,
2: if I was a Hollywood screenwriter, because Will Ferrell, when he played that character on Eastbound and Down, looked like Bob Baffert, like, oh, start writing a movie based start on writing a Bob Baffert-type character.
1: Es- especially... Uh, if you can start like writing a screenplay and get it developed within like four years, yep. like if he has a comeback and wins, oh, that's such amazing. a fucking Hollywood movie. Because he guys, has, you, I mean, do you like him being in the, the sport, world. or are you glad he's going to be out for a couple years? I like so it's a combination. I love that he's in the sport because it makes horse racing fun, and it was always kind of nice to be able to bet on his horses. But yeah. it's hilarious to me the tantrum that he's going to throw that he can't be at the Kentucky oh. Derby anymore.
2: Oh, and he's going to, like, sneak in. He'll probably sneak in somehow, like, with sunglasses and, like, an outfit. Like, he'll, he'll dress up as, like, a woman or something.
1: Like he'll a figure figure show march out. bit.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like Bobby Valentine back in the day. He he ain't giving this up. And, and he's still, like, claiming he's totally innocent. But, hey, man, I'm torn because I'm always one for fair play. But I fucking won the Kentucky Derby. So it's like... I'm kind of torn. I'm like, thank you for for. uh, I don't want to say that. I don't want to be that guy. You want you
1: won your money. Your your money is good. Yeah, you can be a scumbag and you still win your money.
2: (laughs) It's hard. It feels weird because you want to win fair and square. But like the The way I look at it was, I go look if you're gonna if I'm gonna take like a a ten to one or twelve to one horse, it might as well be Bob Baffert's horse. Exactly. because
1: somehow
0: he always wins yeah might be the fact the that, one he, that like, you think is on drugs
1: the fact that he keeps sticking to these excuses is hilarious to me and it's my that's my favorite part of the whole thing is like he said he has the the pee in the hay excuse yeah
2: that was great yeah. the,
1: the my favorite one is the the he said there's someone he's just like there's someone just going around sticking these horses up so I just imagine there's some random person being like sneaking in after hours, just sticking his horses with fucking. Hormones.
2: Yeah. It, it's. I don't know what to say. But like it, for years, you know, he was like, you knew, like when you turn on the TV and the Kentucky Derby was on, you'd see that beautiful gray, silver hair, not gray. He had silver hair, that beautiful silver hair with the beautiful shades. And now it's just, like, it's this, all done.
1: This kind of sucks for horse racing, though, because, like, one of the biggest Kentucky Derbies that I can remember, yep. it's now overshadowed by, like, oh, the winner wasn't legit. Dude. It was yeah. kind of a fake. It's like, ah, oh, that's. So, it's people a
0: bummer,
1: will be man. Well, I mean, I mean people will be mad because, like, people watch the Derby every year. Oh, yeah. the, the ratings will not change. I mean, people
2: love to gamble. Like you I mean, can tell you just have to like, factor
0: in drugs if you're going to
2: bet that
1: you can tell somebody
2: that a game is rigged and if they're addicted to it, they will still gamble on. It. So I don't think anybody I don't think the numbers are going to go smaller. I'm definitely watching the Belmont. I've been researching. I'm, I'm high on essential quality. I'm, I'm, high, I'm high on, on Ram the Bauer. Derby. You got Ron Bauer? I got Rombauer. The whole paycheck?
1: Well, uh, not, no, no not. not the whole paycheck this time. This time I'm being a little bit more responsible. I'm going half the paycheck.
0: Half the paycheck or bust. Yeah, I mean, you're doing all this overtime, dude. That's uh, that just yeah. increases it. That's
1: uh... man, well, fucking tell me about it. There was a fucking emergency last week. I worked 20 hours in one day. Well, dude, you got a so, glowing, beautiful tan on Memorial so, Day so, I mean,
2: too. You tried off. To, You tried to eat 50 hot dogs on Memorial yeah, Day.
0: Yeah, tell us about uh where, where did this 50 hot dog challenge come from, Jim?
2: OK,
1: so it's kind of like a tradition for me to just like uh, Memorial Day and Fourth of July are the two holidays. I really just I like I'll generally I'll spend most of the day just eating hot dogs, drinking beer. I might have a cigar or something like Fourth of July. I have cigars Memorial sure. Day. Sometimes I do. So I'll have like m- most years I'll be like, oh, I'll have like eight hot dogs throughout the day. Sure. I'll just okay. be like, oh, I'll have a hot dog here. Have a beer, chill out, have another hot dog. And then i will just like, I won't eat lunch or dinner. I'll just eat hot dogs. Yeah, you I'm just crazy. graze. Exactly. So I was it's like, graze. oh, what if I just want to see if I can do as many as possible? It's like, I'll make a fun thing out of it. I'll do uh, a poll on Twitter over under. Uh, let's shoot 35. I shot for 35 originally. And then I'll be, then I was like, if I get 750 followers by the end of uh, the day on Sunday, the day before Memorial Day, I'll I'll shoot for 50. So I got the 750 followers. It's like, well, I guess I'm shooting for 50. My dumbass was just like, I, I never specified hot dog with bun or anything like that. So I could have just eaten like 50 hot dogs by themselves. Yeah. Uh, the first 15 were bun, ketchup, mustard, the whole shebang. And I just felt like shit. Oh. It was a slog. So the second 15 were just all regular hot dogs. I have a video on YouTube. If you want to go look, it's like Memorial Day hot diggity dog or something i forget the title of it but it's me it's the journey of me trying to go through that
0: yeah i watched my favorite part is when you were eating hot dogs in the hot tub i thought that was pretty cool
1: that was so that was i had my 15th one in the hot tub i believe yeah that's when it was really hitting me that was classy the the buns and everything i was just like oh god i just please let me throw but you
0: kept going you persevered
1: so I, and did it was get throughout to- the day, so I took a little bit of a break after that, and then I'm just I back in my in my room. I'm just like, well, I'm just gonna do hot dogs like by themselves for the rest of the time. I tried them cold at first, but Oops. pre-packaged hot dogs have like this weird coating on them. Yeah, uh, it's just disgusting. Uh, so I was like, oh, I'll throw, them, I'll boil them a little bit, I'll microwave them, I'll do whatever. So I was just doing hot dogs whole and just chewing them up. Uh huh. So I did I did like ten. Just shoving them down, and then I tried uh, thirty. I made it to third. I did thirty-one. I had it in my mouth. I was like, if I swallow this, it's coming right back up in like two seconds. So cool. I spat it out. I made it to thirty.
2: Did you like study the the Kobayashi and some of those guys? No, how they so do like it? Yeah. like while Joey I Chestnut.
1: was so I I yeah. live streamed the last bit of it. I was yeah. watching Joey Chestnut, and I was like. How the fuck does he? Because he would do like he'd just stick like four hot dogs in his mouth at a time.
0: Is that is Memorial Day when they have that Nathan's? No, costume? no, that's
1: that's the Fourth of July.
0: Fourth of July, okay.
1: That, yeah, they'll do the Nathan's hot dog. I bet on that every year. Fucking amazing. <sighs> of course. Um, but yeah, I watched him for a little bit of inspiration. But I was like, I don't know how he does it. And I, there's a and certain like, style that they. go. It yeah, looks so like he just like he'll do like he'll stick like four in his mouth at a time. They're dipping the. Because they have to do buns too, so they dip the buns in water to get them yeah. down easier. Yeah. yeah, I I did the math because I looked up how much like the hot dogs were ca- like calorie wise, how much the buns were. I think I did about seventy two hundred calories in a day.
0: Wow, Dang. that's like like when yeah, I watch half them, days of they, it's like a
2: yeah, frantic well, like a couple at a time, and it looks like they're giving a fast like BJ where it's like. Yeah. It's like super, so cool,
1: if, like if I would have if I would have done hot dogs only, no buns, I posit that I could have easily made thirty five.
2: Will okay. you do it next is, year? Will you be back? Fifty would be year? a
1: stretch. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna try it for the Fourth of July. Maybe I'll try. Maybe I'll try fifty beers or something for the Fourth of July. Do
0: hard-boiled eggs, Cool Hand Luke style.
1: You know, I'm so do, confused
2: because I, I thought love the devil contest was, but then I realize it's Fourth of July. It's the Fourth so of I'm July like, week, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah deviled yeah. eggs would be
1: awesome. I might, I might or try. Uh, eggs. I might just try like a like a bunch of beers, or or seltzer. I could do seltzer for. for Have excellent. you uh,
0: counted your your beer record before?
1: So my beer record is thirty in a night.
0: 30 in a night like like how how long of a of an hour window are we talking here
1: so the night started at 10 ended at like 2 30 or like three o'clock
2: oh that's good for like four and a half hours you
1: get like that was in my heyday when i was when i was 19
2: do you sober up and then drink again or do you always feel drunk and then drink on top of i just
1: keep i just keep going i'll puke and rally if like I'll do that, but I don't. I don't like sober up and keep drinking. I just, I just pound one after another. I also didn't. I I didn't eat anything that day, so it was just beer filling me up.
2: Yeah, I think the Knicks puked and rallied versus the Hawks. That was their strategy: puke and rally. They never rallied though. No, they didn't rally. They just
0: puked. All right. Well, speaking of shit shows, Logan Paul is facing Floyd Mayweather this Sunday on pay per view. No judges and no winner will be announced. Knockouts
1: are allowed. I don't know how you don't allow knockouts. Um, but they don't like they don't count for shit. Like it, it will it's basically to make sure that Floyd Mayweather it will not count against his record.
2: Right. I there's
1: mean there's no way he's gonna lose. How do we do we
0: lose? know what this guy's gonna
1: weigh? What which one
2: 150?
1: Yeah, I'll weigh like 150 out of because yeah. I I don't think he's he said himself he's not, like, training that hard. No, the I don't think he's trained that hard in the last fight against,
2: either. He's fighting against a guy who's never really boxed a real boxer before.
1: And also, the only time he did box anybody, he lost.
0: Are you but guys getting this
1: pay-per-view? No, was, so have you guys heard of crack trades? <laughs> I would never pay for this shit,
2: but I mean if somebody had it on, I would watch it for sure, but I wouldn't That's, give it a this dime. is
1: where this is where the, the beloved crack streams comes in. Is
2: That's it just
1: crackstream.com? Watch... I, I just Google Crack Streams. It's how I watched the last Logan Paul, uh the last Jake Paul fight when he fought okay. uh, Ben Askren. Yeah. I'm not gonna pay for any of this shit up. No, it's not worth paying for it. Trust Although I did look no, it, it is- up
0: and Logan Paul's last fight. <laughs> grossed like 70 million uh, Oh, they, they
1: make a shitload of money yeah yeah is is this one through trailer as well
0: i don't know i do know i think that
1: logan paul signed a showtime contract. so that was that's the younger brother jake paul
0: or jake paul he, did that. Okay. so
1: yeah his his next like two or three fights are through showtime
2: oh God. he's fighting
1: uh, his he's fighting tyron Woodley,
2: right I Get those guys confused by the way. I don't know that they're they're, they're
1: brothers. It's very, they're brothers, they're big YouTubers, they're both kind of douchebags. It's easy to, yeah, Jim explained it on the first show. Like Logan's Logan's the less scuzzy, Logan is is the less douchey one. He's the older brother. He's the one, if anyone remembers, he did that whole suicide forest thing, yeah. And (laughs) since then, he's kind of been doing like a redemption sort of thing, yeah. He's a little bit. Like He's got a better outward-facing persona. Sure. They're, they're both pretty Douche big douchers, face. though. Yeah. From, like, but that's you know kind of their, draw, their they brand.
2: Draw. They definitely draw an audience. You can't take that's, that away from them.
1: Whether you love them or hate them, they got a lot of and people. Floyd watching.
2: Mayweather probably loves them because he's going to get a giant payday. So when they do all their shenanigans, he loves it because he's they're making him money.
0: No, it's it's I mean the fact that we're even talking about it, I mean says a lot.
2: Absolutely. You just I, never
0: I mean they've created game. their own it's,
1: sport essentially because it's not it really
0: is. you mean it's boxing, but it's it's not even saying wonder,
1: I wonder how like boxing fans feel about it because it's kind of making a mockery out of their sport. I you never know, this, thought
2: this would catch
1: on. I never
2: thought celebrity boxing would catch on like this.
1: Well, you just need like it's just the power of the internet. These guys have such Large. It's not yeah, just it's how big large. their audiences are. Like, yeah. like internet stars, their audiences are so devoted. Yeah, it's insane. I agree,
0: and I mean it's it, it's been proven that it's all so much of it is just promotion,
1: and regardless then feel of, of, back. of who yeah. is
0: actually fighting. Right. It's, it's the story you can you can create around the fight.
1: It almost doesn't matter. Like Logan or Jake Paul or any of like these big internet people could fight almost anybody. Yeah, and make a shitload of money, which is why like it, Logan Paul yeah. gets to pick and choose fighters who he like knows he can beat. Sure, this
0: he's not going to win. though. No. he's gonna. Well, no, like
1: Logan. No. Logan is like, it's the biggest draw. Like Floyd right. Mayweather is the biggest fucking draw you're gonna get.
0: No, no. Floyd's. I mean, Floyd's gonna show up. A lot of for people a, want to like get
1: school.
2: knocked out, and that's a lot of the appeal too. It's like come see this guy getting knocked out. But it's stupid because I'm like, if you watch him get knocked out, you're also feeding into his money. So like you're paying him, like he's saying, hey, yeah, I might get knocked out, but I'm going to laugh my way to the bank.
1: Yeah. It's a win for these guys.
0: Well, I'll, I'm going to try to make an effort to watch this now so we can... Uh, crack just... screen.
1: Crack, <laughs> screen crack, the crack way stream. Way it. Yeah. It, it's crack it's It's amazing. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, I used to have one back in the day. Um, so this will be good internet hunting again. Uh, mm-hmm. Naomi Osaka. Yeah, withdrew from the French Open.
1: I love me. I love. I'm a big Naomi fan. Are you a defender of her actions? I am because fuck the French Open. There's if you are a tournament organizer and someone is, is like having mental struggles or like having issues with any of the rules especially like one is benign is dealing with the press you sure. find a way to make that work if they're like she's one of the top three tennis players know she's a
2: giant draw giant yeah. draw.
1: you you make this work either you don't do press or you do press after the tournament or you can do it like through text there there are ways you can get this to work where she's more comfortable
0: what is it now people were pointing out that she had done other shows like ellen and things like that and then other people have sort of rebutted saying that she can do that when she's on medication but she can't take medication and compete because yeah you know it doesn't uh it doesn't
1: it's it's if you're an athlete when you kind of like you're in a competitive mindset she says that she's not great with crowds which there's a giant crowd there at the French Open. Yeah. And then you're being asked like direct questions that you're not prepped for. Mm-hmm. It, it can be a little like you can throw people off. And if you have like legit, I believe she does if you really have like anxiety.
2: It sucks yeah. with you. Yeah. I mean, she's only what 22. I couldn't even she's imagine like, being like, under that pressure at 22. I mean, I used to be a fan of this Jennifer Capriati girl who totally like was like at 16 was a huge tennis star yeah. by like 21. She was out of the sport for like drugs and stuff like that, because the pressure is insane. So these kids are very young to have this much pressure and it can crack and it can crack them. And I have compassion for it. I have deep compassion as somebody with like extreme anxiety myself. I also heard she didn't want to speak to the press because she tried to eat 50 hot dogs that day. But.
1: I, that's why uh, I, yeah. I respect her yeah. even more. I like exactly. it happen. I'm a huge Naomi stan. I mean, Maddie,
0: what's no. going on in the world of playoff hockey, my man?
2: Well, I'm watching right now that the, the, the uh, Vegas Knights are tied with the Avalanche. The Avalanche have looked like the best team. They're in round two, but they're tied 2-2 in game number two. The Avalanche won the first game 7-1, to and they're just on fire. And tonight, there's this weird – they've done this Canadian playoff division because I guess there's like – it's hard for the Canadian teams to get to the United States with COVID because there's bigger lockdowns in
1: Canada. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, it's like
1: when they have to come down to the States, they have to like quarantine for a certain amount of time before going back.
2: So they've had four teams from Canada. It's like a Canadian tournament. And the the Jets beat the Oilers in the first round. They swept them. And then a big shocker, the Canadians down 3-1 to beat the Leafs, who choked once again. And they've become the biggest snake-bitten team in hockey. And tonight the Canadians won 5-3. And I was telling Luke, there was one of the dirtiest hits you'll ever see to end that game. I hope whoever that guy in the Canadians is, is okay. He got fucking lit up. Jim, if you look it up, it's pretty nasty. It's one of the vicious, most vicious hits you'll ever see. You hate to see that. So we're dealing with that right now. We got a great series between the Bruins and the Islanders are tied 1-1. They play tomorrow. And uh, who am I missing? Oh, the the uh, defending champs, the Lightning, are on fire. They're up 2-zip on the Canes of Carolina. I, I think we're pretty much, that's what's going on in hockey right now. Did you see that hit tonight? I'm looking at, I'm looking
1: it up right now. It is. I missed brutal. I missed out. Yeah. I, 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 I saw Carolina not performing at least the first two games. Cause they were going to be yeah. wiped from the, the predator series.
2: Yeah. That was a up and down series. A lot of goal scoring, a lot of high flying.
0: Jim, what's been your favorite series so far?
1: I, I would um, say that the Hurricanes Predator okay. series has been my favorite. Yeah, that it,
2: was a lot of goal scoring, a
1: lot of fun. That like the teams were like going back and forth, bunch of overtimes. And I'm also biased because I'm am a huge uh, the Predators are my team. I'm a, I'm a Predators fan.
2: Yeah, yeah. They have great jerseys. They have the I love the yellow. The yellow is a great color. I love when everybody really wears yellow. It's a great time. You got Taylor Luan doing beer things. I just watched
1: Crazy that. Hit. Hit. <laughs> it's, a, it's like an old
0: vicious.
2: school NFL hit. Yeah, that was a vicious fucking. Hit. I thought he <laughs> killed the
0: guy. I couldn't I stop watching died. it. I just blew that ama-
2: shit. I have it on repeat. That's amazing. I love yeah, it's that. like a
0: a blindside downfield block. I mean, it's not yeah, it,
2: uh, His ice hit his face. Hit the ice like head first. Yeah. Just vicious yeah, that
0: should be illegal.
2: But uh, that's pretty much what's going on. I still – I think uh, the Bruins will somehow beat the Islanders in seven games. I think the Canadians are going to make a sick run. Carey Price is one of my favorite goalies, and he's really playing great. And uh, I'm a Knights fan as well. I always root for the Vegas Knights because I love Vegas. But I just think the Avalanche are too good, and the – this has been a tough game. This is a very tough two-two game, and if the knights—this is a game the knights can steal—and if uh-huh. they lose this, they're in a lot of trouble. It's going to be very hard to win the next four out of six against the rock. The uh, I was going to say the Rockies, but it's the Avalanche.
1: I do like how close a lot of these series are going. Oh yeah, it's it's super entertaining. This is a good uh, Stanley Cup playoff.
2: Yeah, it's been really enjoyable for sure and very, very evenly matched.
0: All right, guys, it's that time.
2: Yes, I know what time is coming up.
0: I hope all you must did. Man, Dino, title defenses. With some wounds.
2: A normal would take these wounds and cover them with the medicine and the doctorate of what they shall be. That's right,
0: Dark Side of the Ring becoming warrior one of the greatest themes ever in the wwe wwf all of wrestling you don't greatest get pumped ever when you hear this song you're dead inside oh my god so this week starts outside the ring the ultimate warrior the rise the quick rise and the quick fall of the ultimate warrior maddie what did you think of this dark side
2: i liked it because i'm so fascinated by the ultimate warrior but i felt like they could have been a little tougher on him i think they went easy on him because of the way he died and they had two daughters and that he made amends with a lot of the shenanigans he pulled but as jim Cornette says like look you just gotta call it like you see it. The guy was terrible to work with back. In the day. Fucking ugly bitch. Yeah, there's Jim Cornette <laughs> at Wendy's. <laughs> if you ever watched that Dairy Queen video, Jim with him. Yeah, at, look up uh, uh,
0: Jim Cornette Dairy Queen. Queen. It's one of the greatest yeah, of videos very of all time. They,
2: for, they don't do his order. He, he has to let the lady at the Dairy Queen drive-through know his, how he feels, but. I then went into this like wormhole, of the ultimate warrior after, and I found his old matches when he was the dingo warrior in the mid eighties. And he was the worst wrestler ever. He was so stiff. He could barely move his arms. And like he, there was a match where he was ta- he was tag team partners of Rick Rude versus the Von Ericks, And he was so bad. Rick Rude wrestled for 80% of the match. And and the other Von had tagged each other in like six times already. And the Ultimate Warrior still hadn't gotten the ring yet. But they just knew like he couldn't really work. He could only do like two or three minutes. And then somehow Vince McMahon figures out how to make these guys like superstars without any talent. Just by their bodies and their song and their outfits and stuff like that. And he made this guy a star. But of course it didn't last long and it just, the guy got very arrogant and stuff like that. And then kind of started believing that he was like this super special guy. And, uh, it just didn't last long, but very fascinating tale.
0: Yeah. It was, uh, it was one of the greatest cases of failing upward ultimate warrior built like a Bob Baffert horse. Oh yeah. What's funny was that he was in, in the, uh, in the regional leagues early on and then uh, WCW and he, the only way for him to move, like they didn't know what to do with him. He looked great uh, and he had energy, but he couldn't talk on a microphone. He <laughs> couldn't wrestle at all. And the only thing he could do is go to the WWF because that's all the WWF was. It was just the largest dudes Ever, yeah. it was like the and they were the,
2: cartoon characters. See, yeah, Vince, it was like Vince marketed as guys like cartoon characters, where the other wrestling uh, companies really cared about the art and the skill of wrestling, where they wanted to reward the guys that were the best skilled at what they could do. Where Vince found shortcuts for guys like Hulk Hogan, who actually had some skills. Ultimate Warrior had absolutely none. And it's funny, as a kid, when I used to watch those matches, I thought he was amazing that he could beat guys in five minutes or two oh, yeah. minutes. And then when you get older, you're like, Oh, well, these matches were this long because he sucks so bad, and that's as long he could wrestle. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I, say, uh, well, I used to be like a big ultimate warrior guy, and then I, yes. I like I grow up and I'd be like, Oh, it's these matches were so quick, and he was like Bill as this guy. I was like, Oh, he's kind of like yeah,
0: dude, the Honky Tonk Man was my guy. That was sad. And when and I loved Warrior too, but when fucking yep. uh, I heard those opening notes of his yep. song during yeah. SummerSlam, and he came out and he just fucking yep. worked over Honky Man and Honky Tonk Man in thirty seconds and took the belt, I was pissed.
2: But that's the other thing that ruined Honky Tonk's career because when you get beat like that, you can't really be like a, a big time player anymore because it's like. You just got your ass beat in 30 seconds. You ain't so tough. And that hurt. That definitely hurt Honky Tonk's career.
0: Sure. He hurt everybody's career. Um, Triple H. Yeah. Uh, I think his first pay per view was featured in there too. The
2: pedigree. Yeah.
0: And I think they had some more of a match worked out. But basically, within like two minutes, uh, Warrior just fucking shrugged off the the pedigree yep. and then uh gorilla pressed uh Triple H and won the match like in 2 minutes. And that's fucking exactly. Triple H would go on to be a yeah. legend. Thank God he still had a career after that.
2: And he didn't sell like he wouldn't sell anybody's moves. And like part of being a wrestler is like if you watch Rick Flair, Rick Flair's the best because he takes bumps, he sells people's moves. He puts guys over like they're tough and they're great. Ultimate Warrior wouldn't do that for anybody so they kind of went easy on him because you know time has passed and like his final speech at the at the hall of fame was very humble and stuff like that he came with two daughters so it's like how hard do you want to shit on a guy that's not alive to speak for himself but the bottom line was when he was alive he was not a fun guy to work with and he was shitty he was a shitty guy in the business
0: yeah one of the one of the best stories in the dark side was jake the snake roberts was basically i mean he was a big time player but never really got a break and he was supposed to have his break with a a title match against the warrior and he was going to get the belt and then that was one of the warrior warrior had another episode and got fired from the company and that blew it for jake and so Jake tells the tale of when they were at the Warriors Hall of Fame induction ceremony. He was sitting there with a roll of quarters ready to fucking pop him in the face. And then the warrior tapped him on the shoulder and apologized. And Jake just melted. And well, everything was
1: okay again. Well, I the heard that like, from yeah. Jake, he seemed like such a nice guy.
2: Well, in <laughs> another interview, Jake said that he just wanted to avoid him. So I think he might have been a little dramatic with the roll of quarters. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, but the nobody really liked the Ultimate Warrior. Like he, he also did these weird videos where he would just shit on Hulk Hogan for like an hour. He would just turn on his camera and be like, "Hulk Hogan oh, was a piece of shit." And this was just a few years before he died. And it was sure, just like, what are you doing? That like, was what, th- what are these
0: for? The years before he died. The strangest thing is that this guy who used to bodybuild and tan and oil up his body and wrestle men somehow became this complete homophobic speaker. And he would go yeah. around and speak to college campuses and say things like this. Because queering doesn't make the world work. Queering. And, yeah, <laughs> inventing terms like queering. It's very, very wrong. Like a, that sounds that. like a this Harry is, Potter thing. Like, that sounds like you're
1: gonna like, yeah. It sounds like you're doing some spellcrafting shit. Harry, use your like, queering.
2: Very <laughs> weird month to say that, considering this is gay pride month. And uh, very, very wrong to say. But uh, he was all over the place. Like, he was all fucking over the place. And when I was a kid, too, like, he disappeared. Like, we didn't have the internet. So nobody knew where he went. Right. He there was always
0: rumors that he died.
2: Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, you get but that in he, died York yeah. Yeah. But he died of AIDS. Yeah, that he died of AIDS. That this, and this happened. That there was four Ultimate Warriors, and there's three <laughs> of them. There was all these weird rumors. Well, about when he
0: him. came back to WCW, I we I, I didn't know if it was him right away. Like I had yeah. to keep watching him closely because yeah. yeah. he was older, and then he wouldn't shut the fuck up either.
2: Oh, uh, once he started talking, it was just like too much. Like he his speeches would have been good if they were like a minute long. But when we're on like 15 minutes, it's like, dude, you're, you're hurting yourself. You're hurting your legacy. You're hurting your brand.
0: And it's so funny because this guy was electric and that was one of the, that was like his, what he was, he just would go in and was electric. And then when he came back, he just wanted to, you know, give the Gettysburg address, um, you know, five nights before even doing a match. It was ridiculous.
2: Yeah, he, I'm like in a wormhole. I've been watching a lot of his old matches. And another thing too is he started with Sting. So both of those guys were bodybuilders. And somebody told those two guys like, hey, you want to make more money, get into wrestling. So they both got into wrestling at the same time. The difference was that Sting really wanted to learn the business and be great at it. And the Ultimate Warrior was just like, I should be number one because of my body. And that was pretty much it. And, uh, it just kind of a tale of two people and how they went about their business.
0: Yeah, it's it, it's a real cautionary tale because this yeah. guy had—I mean, he was he was the heir apparent to Hogan, got the yep. belt from Hogan. Yeah, he was—he could have had a long ass reign as champ and just blew it because he couldn't get out of the way of himself.
2: No, and he really couldn't, and I do think they went easy on him, and it's just because. You know, he passed away, and he made amends with a lot of things, and he seemed very uh, sincere about his mistakes right before he died. But the story is, when he was alive, he was really shitty to work with, and that was the truth.
0: Yeah, that was pretty haunting, though, his Hall of Fame induction ceremony, because he's talking to the crowd, and you could see the life just leaving him. You could see this man dying.
2: Like, he he needed to do that before he died. Because he's and like he he's getting it, all pumped died. up,
0: he's getting warrior, yes. and then by the end, he's like kind of like hunching over yeah, and breathing. You can tell heavy. He
2: was ready to go, yeah, like he, he needed to do that before he left this earth. And he was like, Okay, I made amends, I went back in the ring, I felt that glory again. I got that rush I, I, I've missed for 25 years. Yeah, I did it. Okay, I can leave this earth.
0: I apologize you know to the snake, it's his, all good.
2: His, his grandkid. Are his grandparents his grandfather's died at like 50 so he kind of knew he was going to die at that age all that right i found i
0: found one of his promos this was for a match against rick rude uh, oh, nice. tell me what you can understand of this and it has been known since we have taken place in this normal world that any battle that we now forsake shall leave us with some wounds A normal would take these wounds and cover them with the medicines and the doctoring of what they shall
1: see fit. But you warriors, remember the wounds left
0: by you. Those
1: wounds were left open
0: to become infectious with the poison of the warrior to remind us that these these wounds that shall cover themselves in scar tissue shall never be forgotten. I should wholly hope, Rick Rude, that the frustrations and the anger and the assault that you plan on the world belt would be much greater than the time before as you fall even more forcefully to the
2: power of the warrior.
0: Yeah, I don't know about you, but I'm ready to go out and kick some ass.
2: Yeah, I lost it. I, I tried to, like, figure out what he was saying, and then I, like, I got bored after. And I'm sure he thought he was saying some really profound shit, but it's like, he's just like. Yeah, that's like, like his King him. Lear.
0: He like, that's just go-
1: yeah, he goes on way too long. Right. Too long. I
0: mean, if you remember, everybody else's promo was like, hey, Junkyard Dog, I'm going to kick your butt this Saturday. Look out, pal. And warriors like pacing around and getting introspective and talking about, you know, stuff that exists in the fantasy world. Uh, he was definitely one of a kind.
2: His speeches sucked. <laughs> they, they sure did. I'm sorry to say that. Watch go kids out there. Go watch your old Ric Flair where he starts talking about alligator shoes and, and Rolex watches. That's how you cut a promo.
1: I love some good old like macho man ones, too.
2: Oh, those are great! Oh yeah, yeah. Because he knows how to use his voice, where he gets real low. Gets...
1: Macho cool. Man
0: was probably the best at like you could he he was like as One weird as promo. you can get with still like making yeah. sense and having a lot of yep. fun.
1: Exactly. Like everyone knows the cream of the crop. Though. Yeah, yeah, and that's like the perfect example of like it's weird, but it's not like it's.
2: it's I'll, I'll even give Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Did good promos where he kept it to a minute, did his whole eat your prayers, say your vitamins. But he, but you kind of knew where he came from. Ultimate warrior all over the fucking place. Is Just
0: anybody saying. watching this Clippers game right now?
2: No, I'm actually watching, I'm keeping, I'm, I'm keeping the score updated.
0: I got the score updated now. It's uh,
2: it's the score? It's
0: 101 it's to 100. 101 to 100. Who's like got the ball? Eight
2: seconds left. Who has the ball? Don't know. And I'm going to turn it on. I'll give you a little play-by-play. This is exciting. I lost my
1: bet on the uh, – I bet on the Grizzlies, so. I bet on I, the I Sixers, on
2: and I bet on the Hawks' first half. It's been a good night. So, right now, the Clippers missed a foul, a shot. Uh, at the line, Dallas is shooting two.
0: Okay. All right. I, Fingers crossed. I don't crossed. know
2: if I can give you the uh, play-by-play. That's okay. allowed to. we uh, We're not we're under sure. contract.
0: We got to wrap it up anyways here. You guys anything I missed?
2: Just huh? remember Any final Ultimate thoughts warriors. What's the that? Warrior is coming down <laughs> from the skies above.
1: I would I would add on that he legally changed his name to warrior. Oh, oh yes. He
2: did that legally. Yeah, that was great.
1: That that I, I will give him credit for that. That's a pretty boss move.
2: That's no. Mr. Warrior to you. <laughs> He likes yeah. being called Mr. Warrior.
0: All right, guys. Anything uh, Anything else in the world of sports nah. you want to talk about before? Uh, the,
1: uh, fucking crazy, the fucking crazy shit going on with the Olympics. Oh, yeah. What happened there? Um, Like 70% of the population of Japan doesn't want the Olympics to happen. Because of COVID?
2: Yeah. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I think we they're...
0: forget that the rest of the world is, does not have all the vaccines yet. Yeah,
1: they're still in a state of emergency. Wow, they still have a. I think it's a 9 p.m. curfew going on. We kind
0: of won the Olympics just by getting the vaccine first. Yeah, right. We yeah, we created it. We distributed it. There's your American pride right there.
1: I, I was talking with someone in Japan, and they're just like, "So the Japanese government, everyone like likes to think outside. It's like, oh, we're functioning so well. They do so well. So Japan is good at like functioning if there's rules in, in place. Mm-hmm. They're terrible at adapting."
0: Yeah, well, they've been. The go- I mean, they were well, a country like five
2: thousand years if before we were. The Olympics need a place. They can move it to my backyard. I'll figure something
1: out. Like that was what they were explaining. It's Like if there's rules in place, Japan will follow them to a T, and they'll follow them better than anybody. Uh huh. But if there's like unprecedented stuff like COVID, they're terrible at adapting to it. Like the government specifically. Jim,
2: would you let them have any swimming events in your in your pool? Your hot I will let them do
1: whatever swimming events they want. In my hot tub.
2: There you go.
0: <laughs> what if uh, Ryan
1: Lockie uh, stole your uh, hot dogs? I'm just feeling to f-
2: Dallas is going to win this game.
1: I have been the on the fuck Ryan Lockie train for like years.
2: Uh, the Clippers just made a, missed the three pointer. Dallas got the rebound with four seconds to go, up by three. They're shooting two. It looks like they're going to wrap, wrap this up.
0: That's it, bitch. Man,
2: fucking it.
0: Fucking the, the whole Clippers team is getting beaten by Luke. No position. home
2: team has won a game in this series pretty wild. That's actually crazy. Yep.
0: I mean, Kawhi just fucking airballed that. Yeah, Three that's a tough shot.
1: Yeah, I. That, what is – like, Kawhi will have a fantastic game followed by a, like, terrible, terrible game. What is up with that?
0: I, I don't, don't know. know. I mean, he's been a beast the last couple of games. He was unstoppable. Um, well, this practical. one's over. Yeah. No, this one. Uh, this one's it. I yeah.
1: Will, uh, I will leave you guys my last thing. I'm going to put on uh, NC Dinos money line tonight, 4:30 a.m. Uh, Central time. So, two 2:30 a.m. your time. NC Dinos are winning. I will look it up. I will see tomorrow who wins. They are my Korean baseball team, the NC there Dinos. There you go.
0: All right, what do you got? Do you, get, well, you got something on them tonight? I'm going to say. Minus 120. I, got, I,
1: got. I will leave you guys at this.
2: Essential quality will win the Belmont. The favorite.
0: Essential Brandbauer. quality.
1: Yes. Ron, ba- Ron Bauer. Ron, Ron Bauer. Bauer
2: last time, but essential quality this time. But we shall see.
1: Winners win.
2: That is Winter's true.
0: All right, guys, that's going to do it. Another edition of Sports Hole in the book. We'll see you guys next week. Have a good one.
2: Have a good one, Please guys.
0: We have a shitload of hot dogs.